Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski. And with us, we have a very special guest. Hello, you're Doug Gobeski. That tracks. That works. That's, <laughs> that's all I got, but it's April Fool's. <laughs> we sure fooled you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the real Doug Gobeski. That's me. <laughs> Wait, but if he said that on April Fool's Day, that means that he's not the real Doug Gobeski. That's not opposite day. <laughs> That's what someone would say on uh, April Fool's Day if they wanted it to be opposite day. Oh, what if April Fool's Day just fell on opposite day? What day is opposite day? It used to be whatever day you wanted it to be, but... No, clearly it was yesterday because Adam refused to acknowledge that it was Pi Day because he was running on the opposite version. Okay, Google. What day is National Opposite Day? January 25th. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? All right. Isn't that sometimes Martin Luther King Day? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I don't think it I don't think it's that late ever. Okay. May just fall out outside of the threshold. I mean, maybe. You'd have to yeah, you'd have to Google that. Yeah, as a kid, I just remember opposite day being whatever day. It was convenient for it to be. So I didn't know that there was an actual designated day. I didn't expect there to be a day. That's why it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the latest it can be is January 21st for MLK. Ah, okay. Yeah. Which was it's, this year. It's best when it's January 20th, though. Because you get a day off for your birthday? Yes. Okay. Just checking. I have, in the past, taken MLK Junior Day off from work, specifically because it was my birthday. Nice. I just take it off because it's my birthday. <laughs> I try to do that whenever I can. Are you my twin? I don't think so. You have the same birthday as me, it sounds like. Only twins can have the same birthday? Is that, that what I'm hearing? Yep. By the way, I uh, was watching some Venture Brothers, and there was like a joke about like, you know, like how Dean, when you're older, you'll understand. And Dean's like, you're only four minutes older than me. And Hank's like, well, then maybe in four minutes you'll understand that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, all sorts of tomfoolery happening today. Does the Internet even do April Fool's anymore? Not really. Uh, Like a couple sites, I think, still do it. But I think people generally got so upset about it that they just don't really it doesn't really happen anymore. Uh, You can imagine on Twitter what that would be like. I mean, it's already hard enough. But if it was a day where you knew you couldn't trust anything, then you would just not go on Twitter, which is probably a good idea anyway. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds great. I only use Twitter for jokes anyway. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, that's the right way to use Twitter. Get on Twitter, see what, see some fun stuff to laugh about or laugh at. Move on with your life. What else happens today? It's the Ides of March. Oh. Oh, I guess it's April 1st. Wait, what day is it today? April 1st. Oh. Edible book day. <laughs> that sounds like an April Fool's joke. That's combination library and food pantry. That's about it. Other than like, you know, specific country holidays. Like, I guess it's like Cyprus National Day. National what? Day. I just read the Wikipedia. I don't add to it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should be. We're trustworthy. We have facts. We've all been in grad school at some point. Don't remind me. (laughs) Oof, Marvin Gaye died today. That's uh, kind of a downer. Do we want a bigger downer? Logan Paul was born today. I mean, to be fair, I guess linking the two, I do think of uh, 
Uh, we should cut this. But <laughs> I think Logan Paul, I do think of uh, him in the suicide forest. You you imagine him there? No, you remember this, right? From like a year ago. Uh, I know. Did he actually, did he go and did he film himself going in there? Yeah. And he, was wearing, he was wearing, I think, a Toy Story hat at the time or Invader Zim or something. Some sort of green alien thing. Wait, how do I not know what Logan Paul is doing all the time? Is that your question? Well, <laughs> how do you not know that, his most egregious? And that the only reason I know who Logan Paul is is because of this event. Oh, same actually. Which means, therefore, that you know about Logan Paul thanks to something else. Oh yeah, like you were just like, "Ooh, this Logan Paul guy looks great. I'm gonna follow him." <laughs> subscribe to his channel. <laughs> Smash those like and subscribe buttons, people. <laughs> Nah, the thing I heard about was some sort of animal abuse sort of thing. Like, I didn't hear about it until I think they banned him temporarily or something from YouTube. Wasn't that from oh, a suicide forest? Oh, maybe multiple times then. What a upstanding young gentleman. Jeez. I don't know. Charlie's right. Apparently oh? it was uh, tasing dead rats. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Abusing fish. Well, fish is a jerk move, but if the rat's already dead, who cares if you tase it? I mean, I mean, I mean I, intellectually, what, you know I know what you're saying, do, but you know what people do to rats for science, right? <laughs> that is like like tasing a dead rat doesn't even register. You're right. Logan Paul is kind of like a scientist. I see your point. All right. Can we stop? All right. Quick change topics. And, and by food. the way, Doug, uh, Marvin Gaye did not commit suicide. He was murdered by his father. Mm. Well, I guess we'll have to cut the whole thing. Oh, I, what am uh, I thinking of then? Not sure. I, I almost Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm thinking of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Sorry. Mm. Ray Vaughan's dead. Isn't he? Uh, it's anything's possible. Like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Right. Oh, wow. Dead a long time. No, he died in a helicopter crash. <laughs> Unless that was suicide. Huh. Ooh, died in Wisconsin. I guess I must just be thinking of Kurt Cobain. Don't tell me I got this one wrong. No, you, that well, that one's right. We're cutting this all anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I almost used your suicide reference to tie us into James Gunn. But then I thought better of it. <laughs> Wait, what's James Gunn have to do with suicide? Suicide Squad? Oh, right. He's directing the Suicide Squad sequel. It wasn't clear if it was a sequel or a reboot. Uh, Well, the actors would be the same, except for Will Smith. Right. Even that wasn't clear. Oh, wait. Will Smith isn't coming back. No, he said, I'm out, bro. So are they going to kill him off scene like they did in Independence Day? I think they'll just get Don Cheadle in. It's not Marvel. Well, there's genuine talk of Don Cheadle, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. No, there was. But then I think that switched to Idris Elba. And I don't know if that's final or not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) pinching the bridge of my nose right now (sighs) hollywood right all right so obviously as you may or may not have been able to tell although it is april 1st when this is released it's actually only the ides of march when we record this hence everything we're saying is probably true as much as usual (laughs) anyway (laughs) there fair (laughs) wait because we're not making it up or because we're somehow prophetic oh and why do you want to talk about an emergency (laughs) (laughs) like like a like a big emergency like one on the on the national scale perhaps 
By the way, I made a joke like two weeks ago about how I wasn't the only one who could abuse the word emergency. I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, I, just, <laughs> I don't recall getting any reaction. And then you essentially used the same joke later today. That's how you know I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Right. But uh, the big news to, well, the big news that we're going to talk about today is uh, James Gunn is now directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 again. Yay. That's crazy. Wait. I knew this, but it's I, not bad. I'm just saying it's crazy that this is where we are. I, uh, I read one theory that suggested that part of the reason they were okay with it is because when he got chosen by DC to do the Suicide Squad follow-up, um, there was no negative reaction to that. Like there was no backlash of like, oh, I can't believe you hired James Gunn. Hmm. And so that's why like Disney was like, all right, well, fine. <laughs> like reportedly, like they had hadn't actually talked to anyone. Like there had been rumors they'd been talking to like Taika YTD and stuff, but like they apparently hadn't actually done any of that. <laughs> yeah, Taika actually did uh, tweet something along the lines of like, hey, wait, I was supposed to direct that. <laughs> but yeah it is kind of crazy how by being fired you actually got another job (laughs) he's directing more more films than he would be otherwise or at least more superhero films because i can't imagine that they would have invited him to shoot a dc film while he's doing marvel stuff or is there any like no they basically said that they um approached him after he lost the guardians thing so publicly they were like oh well james gunn is free Suicide Squad 1 basically wanted really hard to be like Guardians of the Galaxy. What if we just got actually <laughs> James Gunn in instead? Wait, Suicide Squad wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy? Then why did they take the plot from Avengers 2, Age of Ultron? Well, you gotta hide it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta steal from multiple sources. That's right, it's gotta be a moving target. Obvious. Yes. We want to sue them, but we don't know how. <laughs> I didn't really have anything more than just he's back. Woo! Because I think we mentioned that he was gone early, in an earlier episode. And fairly gracious return from his on his part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his uh, his tweet or whatever about it was pretty classy. I'd have to imagine there is some extra money, perhaps even behind the scenes. I would hope at least. Hard to know. It might just be that he's happy to be back doing the thing he really yeah. enjoyed, right? Because it seemed like so. he really enjoyed them. Yeah, another thing that happened, I think, in the last couple of days was there's a... I don't know if you're familiar with the TV show on Netflix. It's the remake of One Day at a Time. So at least the audience for the Netflix remake was pretty vocal on Twitter. They're trying to do a campaign to get it picked up again for a fourth season, and then Netflix decided to axe it anyway. And of course, Netflix famously doesn't give out any of its data about what the ratings actually were, and then Netflix tweeted out a very apologetic tweet saying like we're so sorry that we did this but you know we're <laughs> we're so thankful we were able to bring a diverse cast <laughs> and and to show that everyone really enjoyed and everyone's like really <laughs> like they're they're trying to get credit for you know putting the show on the air but then also canceling it at the same time <laughs> canceling it purely because of mercenary concerns exactly didn't get enough viewers <laughs> 86 it so I just wonder if eventually enough people are vocal about it, they'll bring it back and then get credit for bringing it back too, kind of like Disney. <laughs> but yeah, there were uh, there was a trivia. It was like a, a tournament final question that was something like name one or two or three or something like of the longest running continuous TV shows. Hmm. 
and it was something about across multiple networks. And the I I remember the only thing I remember is one of the answers I think was uh, American Dad. Oh wait, not just The Simpsons. I think it had to be across multiple networks or something like that. Oh, so hmm. it was like I was longest say Futurama, but that didn't last that long. Longest running series to air on multiple networks or something like that. I. I apparently only have the response to the complaint. I don't have the original question with me. Oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, basically they had apparently answered one day at a time and then tried to argue that it was the same show. And so therefore oh, it counted because it was across Netflix and ABC or something like that. And so I have literally two and a half pages, single spaced response. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember why, this. Yeah. <laughs> explaining why they're wrong. <laughs> But yeah, that's the only reason I know that One Day at a Time was on Netflix. <laughs> now that you've covered all that, what is One Day at a Time? It's a Norman Lear show. Yeah, it's like about a single mother mm. and her kids and their handyman slash landlord, I think. Don't look at me. Huh? Yeah, they lived in an apartment. I mean, it's about what you would expect. But reasonably entertaining. Uh, yeah, it's like a 70s sitcom. Yeah, it's reasonably entertaining. Car and I watched it a couple times. We were on the air and we we're like, what the heck is this? And it took us a while to figure it out. So tomorrow, Doug will be visiting me, I think, for the third time in a month. Pretty crazy. In a month? Wait, third time? Or was Dimitri Martin more than a month ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, he's visiting my city, and we happen to be meeting each other. Hanging out with you. Yes. For the third time in like a month. Yes. Month and a half. Mm, Must be real nice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, the Democratic National Convention is moving to Milwaukee. What's your excuse? I'm not trying to win over people who voted for Trump in the last election. (laughs) So you're already just giving in and, you know, making sure that uh, we're going to keep America great, huh? You're not willing to go door to door and do the legwork. Nope. Just going to retreat into my, my bubble. (laughs) Your bubble. Yeah. My social media bubble. (laughs) My echo chamber. Is that what I'm supposed to call it? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I much prefer a sensory deprivation chamber when it comes to politics, but uh, different strokes. Anyway, yeah, no, it's I'm I'm excited to go hang out with Charlie some more. Yeah. So the first thing we did was we saw almost a month ago Dimitri Martin do stand up, and that was pretty good. Yeah. I found it. It is a little unfortunate when, of course, if you're familiar with Dimitri Martin, he often spends a lot of time using a gigantic pad that he's drawn on to tell jokes. And if you're in the very back and you can't see the pad because of glare <laughs> oh geez yeah that's partly to do with I, my eyesight because you were in the same practically the same row as i was but i was barely able to make out the pad and that's just that's only because i remembered to bring my glasses yeah maybe you should just bring opera glasses with you <laughs> <laughs> go and see a comedian with opera glasses <laughs> And then the second show we went to see, was it just last week? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was uh, just last, last week was Matt Nathanson. And you were not wrong, Adam. That was a that was a good show. He puts on a good show, at least when I saw him 12 years ago, 13 yeah. years ago. Wow. Something like that. Apparently, he's married and has an eight-year-old daughter now. And a gigantic wheel. Yes. That, that tells was... him what to play. <laughs> yeah. Give the that... wheel a spin. Oh. Fell on sad emoji. Well, that's basically my entire catalog. <laughs> nice. It was like, well, if we land on the happy emoji, there's like two songs that could be. 
And one of them's like a minute and a half long. He spent a good, I think, 15 minutes going through each spot on the wheel yeah. and explaining what it was and not playing a song. And It was a big wheel. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Most other musicians, that would have been quite a chore to listen to that, but it was actually one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. Was it just him? Was it acoustic? Uh, no. They, he actually had a uh, another musician with him and a technician to uh, tune guitars and pass them to him and such. So it was uh, quite different from when we saw him way back when at, at the MSU ballroom. I remember that being a really good show. I also remember that at one point, Jason mentioned to me that he had found a recording of it online because he was in a, like a deep dive of like, what's every artist I've ever seen live, including like opening acts. And so, oh, wow. Okay. So he looks it up and I was like, oh, that's neat. Like, give me the link. I want to hear it. He's like, I, I can't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like it's, a, it's a live show. What's the problem? He's like, I, I don't feel comfortable doing it. I was like, all right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's possible he's on uh, archive.org's live music archive. I've never really actually looked, but mm, didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, they have a bunch of like uh, shows that people have taped. You know, I think the the argument is like as long as like the band's okay with it, then they'll host okay. it. So like, there's a lot of like Toad stuff on there and whatnot. Oh, nice. I think one of my favorite categories on the wheel was songs you hear in Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to do a show, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a set list, but I don't know what order it's going to be in. <laughs> well, he only did that for some of the songs. Yeah, oh, okay. maybe about like two thirds of the songs. Like he had a framework, things that he yeah. was definitely going to play. And then he'd spin the wheel a couple times. Nice. And had like a big laminated book that he would have to flip through. <laughs> <laughs> like a karaoke book. Oh, my yep. gosh. That yep. thing was like a foot thick. Almost. It looked like. <laughs> Maybe not, but it was ridiculous. Yeah, I remember we saw him like it was only like a couple months before he finally like hit it big. Hit it big, like okay, I'm looking. Maybe it was actually like a year, the year before he hit it big after he'd been like you know doing his own thing for like 10, 15 years. Because I remember he commented on something about how he'd gone on like a tour and had been like him and like Jack Johnson and Howie Day and stuff like that, and just like he just named like a whole bunch of like people who had like you know made it big and he hadn't and he was like but i'm not bitter not that anyone hears from jack johnson anymore oh that's true yeah or maybe they do and i just don't know yeah maybe you're just out of touch my uh fellow lab mates were like hey want to go see jpeg mafia tonight and i'm like who <laughs> they're weirdos i don't know jack johnson's still putting out albums put one out on september 8th 2017 anything that you hear though uh probably not the right person to ask what like you're just out in the community and you hear music right but i don't know if <laughs> you know you, know, you wouldn't know who recognize a jack johnson song kind of like you you said uh at one point you checked out carly ray jepson and was like oh i've heard a lot of this before no it was the opposite it was anytime i heard a song on like the oh PA where i was like oh, this sounds pretty good who does it and like would ask google and it was always carly ray jepson okay <laughs> And I was like, oh, maybe I should buy a Carly Rae Jepsen album, although I haven't yet. But maybe someday. I mean, I'm a big fan, but that's partly because I got Spotify now. So I can just listen to whatever I want, except for Major Lodge Victory by the Gin Blossoms. Only Major Lodge Victory? That's the only album not on Spotify? 
that I found so far. All other music on Spotify. Pretty much. (laughs) Name an album. Listen to friggin' Firesign Theater, even. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of mainstream, though. Eh, Not by their listen count. Are uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z on Spotify? They might be now. Uh, Lemonade is not available. Yeah, since they have their own service. We are working on it and hope to have it soon. (laughs) Okay. It literally says that when you probably over a year since it came out. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Not much by Jay-Z on here. Big surprise. (laughs) Hey, Sparks. Um, I think I checked out, checked that out the other day and was like, wow, these guys have been around for a long time. They have 25, 26 albums. Okay, I think that might be their full discography then. (laughs) (laughs) We've got all the way from 1971 to 2017. So from Sparks to Hippopotamus? Yep. Or possibly Half Nelson, because they were Half Nelson when they started. Uh, Plus singles and EPs. So there's uh, some 2018 releases there as well. Nice. Yep, Edgar Wright making a movie about Sparks, so Charlie will have to learn about him. Ah, well. (laughs) What? I don't know why I assumed that would be a bad thing. I probably that's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, I listened to part of Hippopotamus and it definitely felt 70s inspired. I haven't actually made it to Hippopotamus yet. I'm still in the 80s. I I understood why why it was Adam's sort of thing. It's just the first time hearing this town ain't big enough for both of us and just being like, what is this? How is this a 70s song? This is like it's a weird song. It's like not it, it doesn't really feel of any particular era. Hmm. Like it's weird like that, right? It's got like keyboards at a time. There weren't really keyboards and a weird high falsetto. And <laughs> so you're saying it's not anything like space hogs, resident alien, AKA the most generically nineties sounding album ever recorded. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Give it a listen. It's, Oh, I've listened. It's not bad, but it's something else. Like one of those things where you listen to it and you just somehow can't believe that it actually exists. This town ain't big enough for both of us. Um, sounds like it should have come out in like 83, 84, maybe. Hmm. But it's from 73. <laughs> <laughs> so are they a very influential band then? Um, they're kind of one of those bands that like musicians listen to. Ah, Like I know Morrissey's like a big fan of Sparks. Morrissey of uh, the Smiths. Mm. Wasn't Morrissey canceled? I believe so. Although prior to that, Sparks released a song <laughs> called Lighten Up Morrissey. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then um, their 79 release, number one in heaven, I think was like on the forefront of like new wave. And so it's really influential in that respect, because that's the one they did with uh, Giorgio Moroder, who's a well-known disco electronica producer. And obviously Edgar Wright likes him. And Weird Al likes, and that's how I found out about him was through Weird oh, Al. Nice. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, Weird Al has a song called Virus Alert that's a style parody of Sparks. So mm-hmm. I was in a state of like, oh, I wonder what the original band sounds like, right? And so you look up some of these songs, and some of them are like really weird. Like the song that inspired Albuquerque is like a way weirder song than Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like this long, weird, rambling, like spoken word song. So then I you know I looked up Sparks and you know you type into YouTube Sparks and then it like presents you like a bunch of like names of songs. You're like, all right, well I'll pick the top one. That's probably the best one. And then so that was this town ain't big enough. And I was like, wow, this is huh. And then 
listen to some more, and here we are. Huh. It's uh, surprising. My experience is uh, you type something into YouTube, and it suggests a Ben Shapiro video. <laughs> See, I uh, I delete no, I... all. My- I delete all my cookies when I close the browser, so it never has suggestions ready for me. <laughs> okay, when you get to the end of a video, though, you know, like it's just one of the recommendations. Give me, give me a quick sec to to look up something good for you. How about the Avengers Endgame trailer? Because that's no, 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 no. I don't, I don't watch trailers. I don't watch trailers for movies that I know that I'm going to actually watch. Oh, so you don't know about how. course <laughs> <laughs> can't say that i do okay hold on i'm almost there i'm almost there now i just need to figure out the skype chat window there watch watch that video it's 27 seconds long and see what the recommendations are at the end see if there's any like alt-right stuff what is this all right i have two joe rogan videos who i don't know who that is i Ugh. told you <laughs> I don't actually know who that you. is, though. He's the gateway drug to the alt-right. I've got Graham Norton, Top Gear. Uh, apparently, Robert Downey Jr. can't stand someone else, although it won't tell me who, because it's Looper. <laughs> George Mason TV. I guess I've never had this happen to me. What? These sorts of videos coming up. Uh, do you just not pay attention to what YouTube recommends to people? It's possible. I think that's probably it. Or maybe I just never get to the end of a video. I just always. Oh, stop. there you go. I'm pretty sure the takeaway here is that Doug just watches a lot of videos that are popular with the all right. YouTube doesn't lie. Well, that probably about wraps it up for this edition of Gobeski Wallace Port. I'm Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski. And very special thanks to our guest for this episode. You. And I would like to thank the listener, Doug Gobeski. Oh, that, that may be more accurate than you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Dang, bro. Self-owned. Like savage. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening and you're not Doug Gobeski, feel free to drop us a line. Please. Guitars and whistling yet? Yeah, yeah, it's happening. That's our show. And you probably know that because I assume you just finished listening to it. And, you know, I don't think you jumped here to the end. Just in case you did, this is the Gobeski Wall Support. And you can find us at www.gobeskiwallsupport.com. And basically everything you need is there. Yeah, sometimes we're on Twitter and also Facebook. You can check us out in those locations as well. Please drop us a line. Let us know what you're thinking. Did you guys eat any pie for pie day? Uh, nope, I decided to be European. I did see on Twitter that, you know, it was it was kind of unique in that... Uh, Yesterday's Pi Day 3-4-2019 included all the digits of pi. What? (laughs) 3.142019. What? Thanks for going to tell me that's not what pi is. Not? (laughs) I don't know what's happening. It is if you believe it is. Oh, gosh. Truthiness. Yeah.